I can't believe My Chemical Romance is back. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Capacity to Geek. I'm Alex, and I'm joined as always with Bobby and Walter. How's it going, guys? Good, how are you? I'm alright. Hey, My Chemical Romance is back. Oh yeah, shit. Kind of goes with this movie, doesn't it? Um, uh, so um, this is actually a first for the show. Uh, our concept, as you guys know, is at least one person on the show has to have not watched what we watched before we watched it. There was a lot of W words in that. And uh, for the first time, I'm the only person who hasn't watched what we watched. And uh, what do we watch this week, boys? Well, we watched the 2011 David Fincher film, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which is a remake of the 2009 Swedish film of the same name. Alright, and um, so about this film, I didn't know much about this film. I know Daniel Craig was in it, uh, Rooney Mara, which uh, I joked earlier in the planning stage of this, uh, if we call it our Carrie episode, The Roast of John Travolta, or we're going to call this up The Roast of the Mara Sisters, because uh, Rooney and Kate Mara, they're great actresses. They don't know how to pick projects. I mean, Rooney Mara was in the remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, where she played the Nancy character, and uh, I think she's also in the beginning and the end of The Social Network, or no, she's in The Social Network, she's just, I forget, I think she's just in the beginning of The Social Network, and then, like, her Facebook pops up at the end, which is another David Fincher movie with score by Trent Reznor, and uh, whenever I think of Social Network, I always think of that classic Game Grumps um, segment, the Andrew Garfield thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, okay. So like you said, it's an adapted, it's adapted from a uh, Swedish miniseries. Um, Which that was adapted from a series of books. Yeah. Right. And the name of that would be Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It's a part, uh, yeah. part of what? Part of the Millennium Series. Uh, uh, I've definitely seen these titles before, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest, and Girl in the Spiderweb. Those are the names. And uh, they follow Winona Ryder from Beetlejuice as she <laughs> solves crimes. <laughs> I like this movie. I'm not sure if I like the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Like, the character, uh, her name's Lisbeth, right? Yeah, Lisbeth Salen. Yeah, and uh, she's, uh, you know, she's the one that we're supposed to be following, but we see a lot more of Daniel Craig. We learn a lot more of Daniel Craig's life and everything. Um, I do know that Daniel Craig doesn't return in any of the movies. No. Neither does Rooney Mara. Because right, of... yeah. Well, I mean, the character. Right. The, uh, Rooney Mara doesn't return, but her character definitely, she's recast. Is it like a Bond situation where every single one has a different girl? For the most part. Or, yeah, for the most part. Because, like, not to spoil the end of the movie or anything, but it's it's obvious that we're not going to see Mr. Blonde Kiss again. And the, the funny thing is, David Fincher originally wanted to adapt all three books, much like uh, they did with the Swedish series, which they adapted all three books in the same year. Right. And he didn't do that because uh, the pro they just never got off the ground. I think between other projects and people being busy, they never got off the ground. Did this movie perform? It performed fairly well. It performed definitely way better than the soft reboot, the girl, the. And that came out this year, right? Yeah, that came yeah. out this year. It had a it had a budget of forty three million and it only grossed thirteen. And 
they chose the third book in the series to do a soft reboot when they had only adapted the first book in the it series. Wasn't even right. a, okay. It wasn't even a Steve Larson book, it was a David Walker Prince book. Okay, alright, so, um, uh, so I'm gonna, uh, let me get this straight. So, Girl in the Spiderweb is the third movie, the third book. Right. But only the second movie from the American version, right? Right. So there is no adaption of Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest. Not, not, not an American run. Right. right. The miniseries, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, I said my thoughts on this movie. I, I didn't really like the character. I mean, I said my thoughts on the character that we follow throughout the series. I don't know. I just... I feel like sometimes she's just edgy for edgy's sake. And, I mean... I can retort that. I think, though unsaid, you can assume a lot of her past, things that have happened to her have made her the way she is. Right. And with the subject matter we're going to get into, shall we make this an uncensored podcast? Yeah, probably a good idea. Boys, fuck? Oh, we fucked up. Fuck. Oh, what was that? That was a new flavor. Um, oh, fuck. Um, the Girl on the Spider's Web is actually book four. What? Just throwing that out there. There's, there's a fourth book? <laughs> yeah, because Steve Larson passed away, and uh, David Roger Prince took over on the Millennium series. And so there is the Dragon Tattoo? Is... So Dragon Tattoo, Hornet's Nest. Um... The Girl Who Played With Fire. Oh, yeah. That's the one that was adapted this year. No? No, it was Spiderweb. Yeah. And from what I saw, the trailers of Spiderweb, they definitely got rid of a lot of the elements here from the David Fincher film, and it was definitely more action-y. It reminded me a lot of Jason Bourne and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, that's a touchy subject these days. Strong women. You know, I mean, I love strong women. I mean, Wonder Woman and uh, Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec. You know, I love strong women and everything. I... I'm not the kind of person that complains about Mary Sue's or anything. Uh, honestly, I love the new Star Wars films. I love the character of Rey. I love, you know, just a ton of strong women. And I love when women and um, uh, people of color get represented in forms of media. I'm a person of color and I'm also gay. So, you know, representation matters to me. And I know it matters to all of us on the show. But honestly, I just... Uh, something about her just left a pretty bad taste in my mouth. I mean, like I, like I made the joke earlier, it, it reminds me of Winona Ryder and Beetlejuice, but also, now looking back at it, I definitely get Jared Leto Joker vibes, which this is obviously before Jared Leto Joker, but I don't know. I just get that from her. I honestly would have preferred if Daniel Craig's character is the one that we follow in these future movies, because, I don't know, he just seems like the more interesting one. And it's definitely a James Bond-esque role that he does. He's definitely a detective. He's definitely trying to figure all these things out. He's not very, um, his scenes at least aren't very action-oriented. He's definitely more of the damsel in distress in some scenes, especially when he gets uh, tied up later by Stellan Skarsgård, who's also in this movie. But um, yeah, I just, I don't feel like I could have connected with her, but I definitely connected with Daniel Craig character here. I feel like it's tough to connect with the character of Elizabeth, but I find it very easy to sympathize with her with all the peril and very traumatic events we see her go through, including the 
very graphic rape scene. Oh yeah, this is the one thing I've heard from this movie, that there's not one, but two different depictions of rape. Revenge rape, as I've heard it being called, where she sticks, it's a steel rod, right? Or is it yeah. a, yeah, yeah, steel rod up the man who raped her's uh, ass, you know? But, um, yeah, this movie, it almost, this is gonna be a very weird analogy, but when this movie came out, I almost got the vibe of, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. Just how that would, now hear me out, hear me out to what I'm gonna say here. Just the way it was advertised. It was advertised as, you know, just a very sexy, very, um, uh, you know, just her character, how she looked. I just remember advertisements because there's a poster yeah. where you know what I'm talking about, like the poster where there's Daniel Craig holding her around the neck. And then there's like an, uh, another version where she's like topless and everything. It's just I feel like in the advertisement, it's supposed to be, oh, come see this weird, sexy movie. Um, Girl with the dragon tattoo, you know? And then when you watch it, like, there's nothing really sexy about it. Oh, there is not. You're not supposed to be, you know, you're deranged if you think anything in this film is sexy. Like, you know, Rooney Mara, very, very, very attractive actress, but uh, rape's not sexy. No, rape is not sexy, and I'm not saying that rape is sexy. I'm saying that the The advertising was fucked. Yeah, the advertisement was really fucked because there was definitely that sexiness to it. Like, oh, this is, you know some BDSM shit. I mean... Well, the, don't say anything that you'd regret. <laughs> you tell him that, but I just compared this to Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> it mean, might also be the color palette, too. Yeah. There are also the two consensual sex scenes. Those weren't really that sexy, though. One of them wasn't really that consensual. Yeah, that's true. And it... I even said this, like, during the sex scene, because, like, sex scenes don't do shit for me in movies. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, but I, I even said it just seemed very off-character. Like, in the movie, they've only interacted for, like, 20 minutes. But in their time span, I'm pretty sure it's, like, half a day. And she already, like, just full-on takes her pants off in front of him, and then she's like, oh. And he's just like, wait, I'm 40. Yeah, I'm, I'm old. Like, okay. <laughs> Daniel Craig, I, I I love Daniel Craig in a lot of stuff that he does. I can't say everything. I haven't seen Golden Compass, but who does he play in Golden Compass? Is he the polar bear? <laughs> Wait, what, that's a serious question, is he? I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen Golden Compass. Oh, God. Tune in next week when Capacity Geek Podcast reviews The Golden Compass. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Aren't they making a new HBO for that? There's something, a new HBO show for Golden Compass? That's what I heard. It's at least adapted from the same book. Yeah, in fact, I think it's already started on HBO. Oh, oh yeah, Watchmen. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert, Daniel Craig did not play. The polar How is that a fucking spoiler? You know, just in case anybody else hasn't seen 2007's The Golden Compass. I, I haven't, I don't intend to. Alright, you know what? Nah, we're not playing with spoilers here. No, hold on. We are actually playing with spoilers because I don't want to Walter Metz it. That's a very obscure reference. Whoever gets that, gets that. Anyway. I can't when you say anyway, Walter. I can't remember where you are. Oh, this is saying the I 
It is. It is. This is. Where were we at? We were at the sex scene that neither of us found sexy. But like I said, if you find this film sexy at all, you're deranged. Yeah. Um. I mean, the second rape scene, you can argue was was sexy. Walter deserved. Oh. That's difficult. That's difficult. I mean, she she had the footage of the first rape. She could have just turned it into authorities. It's very revengey and re- she used it to her own benefit. Yeah, I don't know. Rape still rape. Rape is still rape, and it's not sexy. Which is why I said you could argue, but I'd probably go on the "Hey, don't do that" side of the argument. Then why would you argue it, Walter? We all agree, rape isn't sexy. No. And please let me edit this one. Yeah, you can edit this. <laughs> Oh, man. I love it when Walter picks a movie and we just rag on him the entire time. <laughs> it always happens. Um, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that I didn't like her character. I'm just saying I couldn't relate to the character as much as Daniel Craig. And it's kind of sad that he's not the recurring character. It would have been really cool if his character was the recurring character in the series. I might Daniel have... Craig as Winston <laughs> <laughs> Yes. He just gets hair extensions. <laughs> Reboot the movie, have him as... The girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. Uh, one fun fact, because I love to do this, uh, Daniel Craig is the only James Bond, to, uh, for now, the only James Bond as of now to be from England. Because Sean Connery's Scottish, George Lazenby is Australian, Timothy Dalton is Welsh, and uh, um, Pierce Brosnan is Irish. So they're all from the United Kingdom. Yeah, they're all from the United Kingdom... But only Daniel Craig is British because he's from England. Please remind me, Australians are present from the United Kingdom. Therefore, you know. Roger Moore is from England. Fuck you. Oh, man. All right. Well, there's my trivia. Um, Who else is in this? Stellan Skarsgård, you know, uh, from the Thor films, Bor. From the Thor films, or just the Swedish dad from Mamma Mia. He always plays a Swede. It might be because he's Swedish. Hey, did you guys know that Stellan Skarsgård is the father of Bill Skarsgård, who made you guys shit your pants earlier this year in It? I did not know that. Yeah. He needs to make more children. He has more. Alexander Skarsgård. There's like a whole family of Skarsgårds. I mean, leave me alone with Bill. That's not how reproduction works homophobe he can adopt yeah leave me alone with bill we'll go over the checkbook and adopt jesus walter let's say again i bet you feel like a real bigot right now don't you oh my god no what was i gonna say oh yeah bill skarsgård shows his dick in a movie and i love it okay join us next week when the role of walter is played by ned Beatty. <laughs> these parts. Alright, uh, what do you guys want to talk about the movie? Well, Can we just talk about how much of a drag it is? Like, I loved the movie the first time I saw it, but I literally took a nap during Walter's bathroom break. It's a very slow plotting film. It picks up towards the last hour, hour and a half. And here's one thing I didn't get. There's like 20 more minutes of film after they solve the mystery. And like, I get that part. I fully get that part. But, my God, could they have done that so much more quicker. And also, what what was what was with the jacket that she was going to buy him 
at the end. Like, he never said, oh, I... I it's a dad jacket. I have this jacket. Lamar plays a character who obviously has some sort of daddy issues. Oh, wait, was that supposed to be her dad? The one... In the picture when she looks at the jacket? No, 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 no. No, no that, that was Daniel Craig, wasn't that was it? That Daniel Craig. Her dad was the one who was kind of like, you know, during the chess games and stuff. Oh, that was a, her dad? I thought that was her caretaker. I'm not even sure anymore. Oh, but, my God, David like, Fincher, fuck you. Fact of the matter is... She burned, like, 80% of her father. Oh, yeah, no, that does make sense. So that's not her dad, because if 80% of him is burned, the guy looked like a normal guy. But he did not look like he was in any position to be a caretaker. Right, right. But, uh, yeah. Um, fuck this movie. God, this is really Girl with the uh, Return of the King, isn't it? If anybody wants a quick TLDR of the film, there was a murder. Turns out the person who was murdered wasn't actually murdered, but all the other girls were murdered. Yeah. And then Daniel Craig fucks her over at the, the end. After Daniel Craig fucked her a couple times. They didn't really fuck her over. I mean, they even said that it, it's just work. They're working together. Yeah, they, but they she never... took it as like, okay, this dude's fucking me over. Stay tuned for the next one. Oh, my God. I mean... Honestly, she felt a connection with him, yes, but it was pretty much established that he's not. How many women does he have? Like, he's married. He's Daniel Craig. He's he Daniel Craig. He was married. He was married, okay. Because the affair with his co-worker ruined his marriage, but not hers, because of, I guess, her husband. Is a cuck. Yes. And, and can we talk about the whole, like, affair with the co-worker thing? Like, isn't she technically over him? I'm pretty sure the entire office knows that they fucked. Yeah. Isn't that, like, you know, something, 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 breach of, con uh, like, conflict of interest? Yeah, but I, I'm guessing that she owns the magazine, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, I could be right. I thought before he, like, took a step down, they seemed more like... Equals? I don't know. They seem pretty... Uh, definitely at the end, they got back together. Yes. And everything definitely at the end there. And, um, yeah. But, uh, so, okay. All right. So, Lisbeth borrows $50,000, right? Yes. Cronar. Cronar. It's Sweden. Oh, whatever. Uh, is that a type of soup? No, no. It's no, their currency. The, yeah. Right. A 50,000, you know... Cronar. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry, Bobby. I feel like your dad right now hating on the Swedish people. <laughs> if you guys don't get the reference, I was something. Watch our rent episode because only four of you did at this point. I know you motherfuckers. My dad doesn't actually hate the Swedes. <laughs> Just the Jews. Okay, that was worse. <laughs> he does not hate the Jews. My dad actually loves everyone. Except Walter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway anyway so she borrows all this money gets passports credit cards airfare just whatever the fuck she needs uh turns into uh gets i mean paints her face and everything makes her look like some i don't know like jennifer lawrence kind of just blonde ambiguous mm -hmm. swedish chick she goes transfers money out puts them in different things Basically showing, basically incriminating the guy that they're trying to get and everything. And um, then he dies. Like, he gets shot in the head. Like, the fuck? Like, who shot him? It's, as is said on the news reporter in the film, 
it's heavily speculated and assumed that it was members of organized crime that he was allegedly involved with. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just realized a huge theme in this movie is revenge. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, that just hit me right there because that, the guy they were trying to get um, basically ruined Daniel Craig's career about a year ago. It all takes in a span of a year. Um, the reason why uh, Elizabeth, you know, obviously the double rape is, you know, a form of, re- of revenge or getting even, as you want to, uh, as someone might call it. Um, and this whole plot with the family is somewhat revenge, but also maybe not. Can you guys explain the paintings to me? Fuck, that's right. I thought the... <sighs> I read that far into the book when I was reading the book on a road trip. Right. I had to return it because it was, like, super close to being overdue. So I never finished it. I never renewed it. Um, uh, hold on. So, so there's, uh, quote-unquote paintings that you've been ranting about. They aren't actually paintings. Those are pressed flowers that, um... Heinrich got from Harriet before she quote-unquote died um, as uh, birthday gifts. Right. And what was the importance of who knows about that? Only you, me, and, like, the police officer? So the importance of it was that um, Henrik believed that there were taunt from Harriet's killer, and uh, Mikhail considered them to be a chilling reminder of Heinrich's obsession with the case and the long passage of years since Harriet's presumed death. Wait, but how would they be taunts from the killer if it was what Harriet would give him for his birthday. And he seemed to have more than 16 on there, in that wall, in that room. Because they weren't just from Harriet. They were also from... The killer? Other family members. Oh. Okay, so can we just sum it up to that was kind of weird and dumb and they shouldn't have put that in the movie? It was better in the book. Yeah. The book was better than the movie, guys. Oh, yeah. I can I can definitely believe that. I'm not trying to say that I hate this movie, but... Okay. Mm. All right. I didn't want to do this, but we're like eight episodes in. I don't like high art films. I don't like films that are high art and that, oh, this experimental director is fucking doing black and white footage of a quiche. You know, like... I like my movies funny. I like I like being able to turn my brain off when I watch something. I mean, I can I, I I'm okay with critical thinking, but like I don't know, like the flowers symbolize revenge or whatever the fuck. All right. Uh, that's me doing it behind the curtains. Anything we want to talk about? Um. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore, but Walter, please. How about we use this to talk about uh, other David Fincher films? Okay, Social Network, that was okay. I really enjoyed the Social Network. I didn't even bother watching it. I saw, like, maybe a five-minute clip. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I I don't know. My, my favorite... Uh, my favorite uh, portrayal from uh, the social network. Is it JT? No, 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 no. It's the uh, 2019 revival where AOC really tore into Zuckerberg. Woo! Ooh, oh, yeah. It was fun to watch. That was nice. We got political. Yeah. All right. Um, but David Fincher did direct my favorite film of all time, which is Seven. We got to do background checks of whoever we allow on this show sometimes. Jesus, Seven? Yes. What's in the box? Guys, he says that E.T. is bad. I didn't say, I don't think it's bad. Okay, you know what? If you can go on a rant, I can go on a rant. 
E.T. is overrated because it's highly idealized by people who have that defined their childhood and an entire generation of people think it's the greatest thing on earth when really it's just a cute little alien film that has a bunch of references to Reese's Pieces and flying bicycles. It's a decent film, but it's not nearly as good as everyone says. Walter, and it is Walter, on the low Walter, tier of Walter, Steven Spielberg. Walter, Walter, two things. Yes. One, I've literally never heard anybody say that their childhood was devoted to E.T. And two, I was not recording. God! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Walter, just yeah. a, just a quick side note. This movie had references to IKEA, and it even had a Happy Meal in it. It had two Happy Meals in it. It had two Happy Meals. It had Coke. Everything was a Benz or a Volvo. This movie's very Swedish, folks. Yeah, well, that was necessary. Yeah. No, but Seven Seven's pretty good. No, nobody's gonna yeah. Happy Seven's Meal okay. Like Morgan that. Freeman, Matt Damon. Um, I just with Seven, I like uh, I like how they keep you in suspense for everything the entire time. Helps with immersion. Bobby, you've seen E.T., right? Yes. God damn Multiple it. times. Uh, if only we didn't, we could just do a thing where we do an episode of E.T. and then we argue about if it sucks or not. We do an episode on the uh, E.T. Atari game. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah, does girl with the dragon, uh, fly tattoo, does she have an Atari game? I don't think so. Yep. I don't think so. I don't think we need to celebrate the E.T. Atari game. We will. We will. It's the biggest pile of trash of all time. Nah, dude. Nah, there's a lot You played of... Mass Effect Andromeda? No, I refused. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> Don't get me on Mass Effect. Capacity I... to Geek is sponsored by Mass Effect Andromeda. No. <laughs> EA Games. Challenge everything. EA Games. That'll cost you. EA Games. Ruin everything. See, mine was funny, but yours was truthful. Walter can't say shit about EA Games because he has an EA Access subscription. So do you. I'm not talking shit about them. I don't have an EA access subscription. So, EA, fuck you. I just hope they don't ruin the Fallen Order. Alright, we done? We happy? We fucked around so much on this episode. We did, but I'm I'm pretty sure one of two things is going to happen. Either people really love this episode, or we're going to get cancelled. Stay tuned, folks. Find out next week on The Gang Gets Cancelled. Maybe. I don't know yet. Gang Gets Cancelled probably won't come out. Find out several weeks be- find out several weeks before this. Just stop. Just, just stop. Walter, you shut up. Guys, guys, I think the pre-screening results have already come in. It looks like that we just got Alright, guys, so Girl with the Dragonfly Tattoo. It's not Dragonfly Tattoo. Oh. Girl with the dragon. At this point, it's whatever we want it to be. All right, boys, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. You know, it's a pretty solid film. Uh, You know, I wouldn't mind... You know, I kind of want to see what Spiderweb has. You know, it just seems like a John Wick kind of Jason Bourne kind of movie. We're like, oh, uh, someone from my past is now trying to haunt me. And like, I got gun skills now, even though I never fired a gun in this movie. I, I just feel like they stripped away anything that made the, the first one feel like really different than anything major Hollywood was putting out at the time. It was very, it very much pushed the boundaries of a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Like like I said, with the advertisement, it, you know, I'd only ever see advertisement like that again with Fifty Shades of Grey, where they were just emphasizing how sexy this film is supposed to be. Yeah. You know, well, even though Fifty Shades of Grey isn't sexy at all either. No. 
you know, I mean, I don't know a lot about BDSM, but I know that a lot of people in the BDSM community find problems with uh, consent and stuff like that in the Fifty Shades of Grey films. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, final thoughts. I'll tune in next week when Capacity Geek reviews something else. Uh, final th I do the fucking final thoughts around here, Walter. So, uh, final thoughts, boys. I don't want to do a movie this life again. No. I really don't. Our last, uh, before this movie, the longest movie we watched was Rent at 2 hours and 15 minutes. Uh, admittedly, we didn't also record after watching Rent. We watched it the day before and then came together and talked about it. But uh, this one was about 2 hours, 38 minutes, I think. So we watched it and we recorded right after. Should probably not do that. Case in point, our Battle Royale review. But uh, it was pretty good overall, you know? Yeah, it's a solid film. It, it's definitely a film that can be picked apart, seeing little bits of symbolism, but that's not what I like the movie for. What I like the movie for is... I really enjoy the score of the movie because I think the score of the movie, instead of being, oh, here's a bunch of really like catchy, fun songs, it helps with immersion. Oh yeah, can I just can I can I just say like okay, as much as I've been ragging on this movie, as much as I've been saying shit about this movie, that cover of immigrant that cover of immigrant strong that cover of immigrant song at the beginning that sucked ass, man. You can't defend that. It wasn't great, no. No. But then again, it's very hard to do justice to Led Zeppelin. Yeah, no, that's true. All right, boys. I'll, uh, I think, all right, boys, I think we're about done here. Um, so what are we doing next week? Speaking next week for Up. Are we doing Up next week? Yeah, Up Sled for next week. Wait, who hasn't seen Up? Oh. Okay, yeah, we're doing up next week. You know, two very... Oh, yeah, well, I guess we're doing up next week. Two very tonally, you know, similar films, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember the uh, the force tattoo and rape scene in Up? I'm cutting that out. Yeah, that, that was... <laughs> in, the words of, in the words of Charles Barkley. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was terrible. That was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Alright, bye. 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 So the roast of the Marg. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, you can be over here like, oh, the rape scene is actually kind of sexy, guys, but I can't say that Bill Stars kind of shows his dick. <laughs> I, I never said that. I know you didn't, but we're going to edit it, so it sounds like that. <laughs> I hope you keep all this in the bloopers, Bob. It'll be very uh, super special. <laughs> Join us next week when the role of Walter is played by Ned Beatty.
You see what happens when we let you do things, Walter? You can stop with the music now. You know, and just because, just because there's a director that's done some good stuff in the past doesn't mean his entire oeuvre is, you know, a tourism theory, which is bullshit. You know, films can suck, and that's okay, because people suck, and that's not okay. You're gonna edit this out, because I'm a little loopy. <laughs> uh, I'll save it for, like, the very, very end. Of, like, of the podcast? Something like, like that. Uh, like our final episode where we all commit Sudoku? <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned in approximately 18 weeks where all we're doing is playing Sudoku. And Walter this week would be portrayed by George Hamilton. You like that? We got the gay blade instead of you. That was a cutthroat reference. <laughs>